<laughs> put you in a good mood. <laughs> oh, man. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the loserest of all losers lounges presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top <laughs> sportsbook app. Uh, we're, 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 what happened here, guys? Man, the, no, man. the noise made itself. The noise it, did ever, make like, itself, man. What a day. What a game. It really just needed fart noises for this one. This was among the lamest games of the Jokic era. Uh, just the Nuggets... I don't know, man. Like they hadn't, the starters hadn't been playing necessarily inspired, but they had been winning. I mean, six game winning streak. You know, they've been getting it done, put their foot on the gas pedal when they needed. But tonight, uh, they just didn't have it. One nineteen, one oh seven. The Nuggets fall to the lowly Oklahoma City Thunder, who are missing so many guys. And there's no shortage of players to sort of uh, pass the blame around. We're going to get to all of it. But first, I got to introduce my panel. I got superstar Dev over here. Hey, um, I'm just. Uh not excited to be here. <laughs> we had a couple days off. I was excited to see you know everybody. Uh, the 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 pregame lounge that was that was a banger. Yeah, I felt like that was a really good yeah, two man show and things like that. And it's just great six energy. game six game winning streak. I was like, hey, this is the one. This is how they set the tone. The Nuggets are going to come out. They're going to handle business. That was not what happened. That was not what happened. Not what happened. I thought it was going to be like, okay, maybe it'll be a back and forth game for a while, but Denver will have their run and they'll get their, it on there. I did not see them getting blown out in this way, but fortunately I did bring in somebody that I think uh, will spice up the show. <laughs> you got to breathe the spice. It's my guy Zarko from Chicago via uh, Novi Sab. Uh, Novi Sab Zaranyanin, yes. Perfect. Yes. Well, welcome to the show, Zarko. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So Happy he's to be here. <laughs> well, I'm he glad I'm here, but I'm not glad we lost again. You picked the worst possible game of the season <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so uh, maybe you're not allowed in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to have to start off as we always do. Uh oh, Kale. We might have to start off with the rundown. We don't have the graphic for it, though. The rundown. <laughs> here he comes. He's running over. The he's two minute. Actually, running. I'll tell you what. Usually I say it's two minutes of a rundown. This is going to be the fastest rundown I've ever yeah, done. The, there the Adam is. 60. There it is. We're going to give you the rundown. <laughs> the starters came out very lethargic, were ice cold, couldn't get anything going. You thought, oh, my God, they're going to make this hard on themselves. Oklahoma City packing the paint, daring Denver to shoot. Shoot, they did. Make, they did not. The bench came in and rolled. They looked just like we saw DeMarcus Cousins, Bones Highland, Bryn Forbes, Boogie Bryn Bones, all of them, the Triple Bs. They were rolling. Starters come back in. You think, all right, that was the shot in the arm you needed. Put this team away. They don't want to be here. You could do it. Starters sucked again. Second time in, you thought, oh, my God. All right, go into half. Regroup. Come back out here in the third quarter. You'll get something going again. Starters come out in the third quarter. They sucked again. It was amazing. A third straight stint where they were terrible. So what do you do? You go back to your bench, and once again, the bench carried you. Clawed all the way back, got made it a game, made it within striking distance. So you think, all right, Denver just has to play a little bit like a contender. Bring the starters back in to close this game. Play a little bit like a contender, and you can get it. And what do the starters do? Immediate. Six minutes to go. Jokic checks into the game. He's actually with the bench. Immediate 7-0 run. For the Oklahoma City Thunder, Denver just couldn't get it done. They finished the game uh, shooting just 12 of 46 from the three-point line. First of all, 46 attempts, a super high number, 26% on those attempts. And by the way, one of those 12 came into like final possession in garbage time with nobody guarding them. Um, so really it was like 11 of 55 or 45. Um, Zarko, I'll start with you. What's your big takeaway from this game? My big takeaway is stop calling blowouts, guys. <laughs> stop every, predicting them. Every yeah. time we predict this, we get blown out. Well, I so I have to like, I, Unfortunately. Man, my <laughs> mentions were not great today because <laughs> last night <laughs> yes. at like three in the morning, by the way, I've been, 
This is one of those weeks. We got so we got like a big announcement coming up later on in the week here as a company. So we got like a big project we're kind of working on. <coughs> and so this is one of those nights I'm up at like two, three in the morning, and I'm looking. I'm just sitting here and I'm looking at things. And I go, you know what? Barton's gonna do it today. So I put out the tweet right before bed. I'm like, Barton's gonna break the record tonight. He's gonna go 0 of 9 from 3 tonight. Will Barton could not <laughs> hit the broadside of the barn, had wide open looks, but he wasn't alone. Jeff Green, 0 of 1. Aaron Gordon, 1 of 7. That one he made at again, the only three of a starter, and it was uh, because nobody was guarding him and the game was over. 0 of 9 from Will Barton. 0 of 4 from Nikola Jokic. 0 of 4 from Monte Morris. I just. I haven't seen anything like that. I don't know when the last time Denver, a starting lineup, has gone that cold from shooting. Yeah, that has to be like the, the one of the that has to be the biggest takeaway is first off, yeah. the starting unit was so outplayed and it was by a that was a very bad team, <laughs> but so it was bad. also not only a bad team, they were missing a lot of players on a bad team. Right. So for SGA to come in here with those guys and to, to will them to a victory like that. I mean, you do want to give them a little bit credit, but also the Nuggets could not get anything going at all. Like if you go through the starting lineup, and that's why, what my biggest takeaway is, when you look at the plus minus, they were so outplayed by OKC starters. Ridiculous. This was like a reversal of what we've been seeing with that bench unit where all of the starters, I mean, all of the bench unit positives, right. every single one of them. Then you go over to the to the starters, minus 27, minus 21, minus 27, minus 25. Min They're so bad in the negatives. And it, it, it gives you a question of why did Malone go back to that starting unit with, you know, with them playing, you know, so well. But then that's just such a hard spot to be in. Because when was it? The, it was the Boston game, right? That this exact thing happened where then you end up playing. I know at that point it was just the yeah. Faku thing. But... I don't know. How do you feel about the Zarko? Because I don't, I don't mind that he went back to the starters, even though they didn't play well. To me, it's like you got to trust your guys. How do you how do you feel about that decision? Would he should trust them, but tonight they didn't have it. They didn't have it they at all. They did, they they're not having it for the last three games. But the bench is bailing them out technically, and yeah. I wish they were better. But I hope they're gonna pick it up soon. But some of the guys looks really tired. It just. You, you think can, it's fatigue? I think a little bit of fatigue, but also I'm not going to say Barton was pushing. He really wanted it. But those are the, some of the shots they all usually, all of them can score them easily. And tonight they just didn't have it. So I have yeah. a big, different big takeaway. I mean, obviously the takeaway is they couldn't make shots. Here's my real big takeaway, though, because I think there's something to this. I do not think this is just an example of Denver going cold, although that's why they lost. Because Oklahoma City is not a good enough team to beat them. Yeah. I actually think that this is a defense that has been deployed on the Nuggets a few times this year, most notably against the Clippers. Very good coach in Ty Lue, but what do they also have? A lot of length everywhere. They've just got six foot eight guys with wing, great wingspans. Uh, it happened against the Pelicans. What do they have? Herb Jones. Uh, they've got Brandon Ingram. They've got guys with length. And then tonight, you have Trey Mann, who doesn't have great length. He's the only one. Yeah. But outside of that, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I mean, that's what he's known for is his seven-foot wingspan. Pokashevsky, enormous wingspan. Baisley, springy, wingy. Uh, Roby, same thing. The defensive strategy is, and it's interesting, there's always about do you double, do you not double, this or that. What, what they did tonight, and when I looked at, by the way, when we looked at DraftKings Sportsbook, what were the line dev for assists tonight for Jokic? Six and a half, right? Yes, six or and eight half. and a half maybe. I thought it was six and a half, and I remember when you look at that, you go six and a half. Yeah, yeah. But I think they knew yeah, something. Four. They're going to throw out this big, a lot of length, 
and they're not going to double the post. They're just going to stand right outside the paint, meaning they're like, if you're going to kick out, we're going to run out. We're not going to give you open threes, but we're going to sag everybody in the paint, put all of that length in the paint, not necessarily like hard doubling Jokic, but they're in position to double him once he goes into a shooting motion. But more than anything, they have the length to say, you're going to have to shoot quick and contested or drive to the basket. Denver doesn't have those guys. Yeah. The- I'm, I'm as taking note as much about the fact that they missed all of the threes, which again is just bad luck. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, I'm looking at the fact that if you look at the three-point attempts versus two-point attempts, Denver took mostly threes Three because they don't know how to get into the paint when teams do this to them. Yeah, this you know kind of reverts back to like when they didn't have a shooter. Because you know when you look at those type of games, you just say they're giving them open shots. They were giving them open shots, and that was like a bit of the game plan, but also it was like daring them to shoot right? Um, in ways where it's not just you're open, we're going to like get out slow, but we want to stop the paint. We want to stop Jokic from facilitating and getting everyone else involved because, back to your point, they don't have a, um, a guard that could get into and just, you know, be an irritant to the, to the, off, like, to the defense. Right. So they're not having to adjust as much. Also, you know, the ball's not swinging around in the ways that other teams adjust to that. So these type of teams that you've been talking about, they just have the characteristics that just – force Denver in different ways those athletic guys that just kind of get up and down and and force you to play in different ways and the Nuggets have a hard time of adjusting and they're not making shots and it's not even that the Nuggets have been bad shooters they you know they've been middle of the pack three-point shooters for the year but when you get put inside in in situations like that and then guys start missing it starts to become um, just like a habit they're just like getting into a, a rhythm of not making shots so it was it was a lot of things just all at the same time that it just wasn't working you go to the other side of the court and Oklahoma City shoots 16 of 29 from three now they got hot like Roby went four or five from three tonight that's not who he is that's not what he's known for you know you had some guys on that roster um, that shot a little bit above and then 55 percent as a team on 29 attempts that's really good I mean they ran hot but I think these things are connected. Like Denver not being able to establish a rhythm on offense. Oklahoma City was playing in transition all night and getting those comfortable shots. And then Denver, for whatever reason, just played this game on their heels a little bit. So to me, I'm a little bit concerned about this, Zarco. I'm a little bit concerned about the idea of Denver's not as bad of a shooter shooting team as they are tonight. But they do play a lot better off of rhythm, and I just don't know that they have. I, I'm not surprised Bones Highland played well tonight because he can get to the paint. Yes. But, like, Monte, Barton, Gordon, they couldn't get to the paint tonight, and so there was no counter. Nope. Oh. Today, nothing, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully, next game, they're going to pick it up. Um, somehow, what I saw last few games, you can see how Jokic doesn't try to go inside to post. And, like, either he thinks he, I'm not going to, like, waste my energy too much on this. I'm not, not going to The game, in the grand scheme yes. of things, doesn't... Exactly. And then yeah. he saw that several times they start doubling, and he would kick it out, what usually would be a point, three point, today nothing. Right. So that was also something that... That defense where you sag off of the shooters, what it really does is take away your cutting lanes. And yes. tonight, that's why I said, you know, Jokic with four assists... And I think two of those came in the final like couple yeah. minutes, like right there. But for most of the game, he couldn't get assists because they—that's what they're doing. They're saying we're not going to let you score on these post-ups. We're not going to let you score on cuts. But we're going to give you these shots. And if you beat, if Denver was started hot tonight, they're up twenty yeah. points at the end of the first quarter. But Denver went cold, and it worked in their favor. But we also know that when Denver actually plays good, is having it on offense, they're going to play good defense. Right. And especially the starters today, 
soon as they they went cold on offense, they start playing the they stop playing defense completely. Yeah, you know, with with them not playing defense at all, like the fact that they allowed Oklahoma City Thunder to go for 119 points in that game. Like, it really did show that they just kind of melt that one in early. Right. Because how do they not combat that? Like, okay, the shot's not falling. They're not, You know, the Nuggets are not getting anything going on the offensive end, but make up for it defensively. Exactly. Right. And they have not been doing that. And that's not even something I thought about in this game. I didn't think about, like, and now I want to rewatch just to see what the effort level was with, like, a guy like Aaron Gordon who's supposed to be the defensive guy because SGA goes off. You know, the entire time they also have 119 points, and those are guys that are not that. You know, like Isaiah Roby, for him to go for like 26 points, he, he's he's a guy that averages like seven points a game, six points a game. But guys get comfortable and they they get into a rhythm, and they're that gonna give tonight. you they're gonna give you their their best shot because you're a team that's on the six game winning streak. Um, you're a team that's like looked at as contenders, a power, you know, in the in the power rankings, you're number five. They're gonna give you their best shot, and yeah, they they had it going tonight. Yeah, Jokic tonight was disappointing. I mean, this was a game where it's funny because you look at the starters. He he had twenty two points. Nobody else was even at ten. Like so, it'd be weird to say like Jokic was the reason. But Jokic wasn't the solution tonight. Even though he got himself going in little pockets, when he checked into the fourth quarter, first of all, it's like hey, the bench did their job. <laughs> they pulled a big deficit down. I think it was four points at that at that point One. in the game. And you thought here it is. They did their job. Now all you got to do is carry him home, and he didn't have it. But then on the other end, you know, Roby gets four offensive rebounds. You know, he was playing right. He was playing tonight. Made some big like momentum swinging plays where you think Jokic that can't happen tonight. Um, and then just the aggressive factor again. It's funny he had twenty two sixteen four and two. So it's like he had he put up numbers relative to what everybody else did. But this was one of those games where the whole team was kind of looking at him like we clearly don't have it tonight. What do you have? And he just didn't have that answer as well. How do you grade his game? Uh, Jokic or Roby? Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> Roby gets an A. Uh, Roby, no. Roby played well tonight. Well, Roby actually, every time we, he plays against the Nuggets, he, he plays really good. Yeah. But Jokic, like I said, like to me, when I don't see him trying even to bully, he could bully every single person post yeah. down low, but he's not doing it. He's not doing it for the last three games at all. Yeah. So I don't know what's the reason for that, but... Uh, hopefully he's going to pick it up. Whenever he actually just goes down low and, and shows them what he can do, we know that he's going to take it over. Yeah, that but was a game. not doing it. That was a game that I thought he would go back to the beginning of the season where he's trying to score through double teams, where he's being aggressive and give me the ball in the paint. I'm going to go attack this guy. I'm going to go destroy. The Thunder do not, they don't have a player that can slow him down, that can stop him. And that was a game where Roby, you know, he didn't match Jokic, but he was like up there as yeah. far as where he's at in his tier. That is an A plus game from him. Yeah. Um, so for him to to be in the same tier as a guy like Jokic, that just goes to show you the type of game that they had. But also, he's talked about it in the last three games. Jokic has not been that you know the killer instinct guy that's trying to just right. go and just headhunt. And that's what we've seen earlier in the year where he got into the MVP um, candidacy where. The Nuggets were like, okay, um, they don't have Jamal Murray. They don't have, you know, Michael Porter Jr. What will they do? And then he answers like, I'm still here. We haven't seen one of those monster games where he shows he's still here. And that was the perfect opportunity 
um, for that. And we talked about it in the pregame. That's the difference between like a him and an Embiid. Embiid would have went to the line 50 times maybe because he would have just demanded the ball and tried to make things happen while Yoke just kind of lets things happen around him and he tries to play into it in different ways. He goes and has six turnovers in the game. So he is like trying to force the issues, but it's not in the ways that are going to win the game or just take over. So that was a game that I, you know, it was like not a good Jokic game for sure. Definitely not. I mean, are we worried, Dev? I mean, he's been a little bit, it's hard to say slow out of the gate, uh, uh, but I mean, there has been a little bit something different about him in these four games post All-Star. I'm not worried, um, but I think that uh, they need to tap back into like, hey, put the team on your back. Right. You know, get back to scoring every single time, getting back to to touching the ball. Like, actually, that's something that you probably, you know, could look at. He he was touching the ball 100 times a game. Like, is he still doing those things? It doesn't seem like he's, you know, the focal point of the offense every single time anymore in the ways that he was earlier in the season. So I am a bit worried that he's not shooting the ball as much. He's not dominating as much. And he just looks kind of disinterested, even though he is still having these big games. He does. I almost. I don't want to call it an emotional funk, but he definitely does seem like closer to an emotional funk that we we haven't seen these in like two or three years. Exactly. Yeah. And he feels almost closer to that um, than what we've seen. But I mean, the story really isn't so. Yoke is is part of the story because we've seen him bail the team out so many times. But again, he was the best starter tonight, and he was bad. But he was by far the best of the starters. That's how bad. I mean, Monte Morris tonight. But he can do that with his left hand, even when he's not trying. We saw the other day. Yeah, he's just gonna put up numbers no matter what. Well, but you know one thing we've seen a lot of those Zarko? air balls. Oh yeah, we don't see Jokic air ball. That's what I'm saying. Fatigue. <laughs> Maybe he airballed a three again tonight. It's like three straight games yes. with an air ball. This is weird. This is like weird. Exactly like you said. When he chooses to just shoot threes, you know what time is it? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to yeah. go inside or something here or there. Um, Monte Morris. I know. Like it, it, it's funny because my because I put that Barton tweet out. So I don't know if people are all blaming Barton for this one. I mean, he, look, he no. was terrible. He deserves as much blame as anyone. But Barton one of ten. Monte Morris two of nine. Aaron Gordon really three of eleven. But goes four of twelve because he makes that last one. Like. That trio right there was just like who do you not who do you count him. on who do you count on there? You could not count on a Jeff Green to do it all. I mean, he had some he had, he had some spark nice plays. plug moments, yes, but you cannot expect him to bail out the bench. I thought bench is gonna do it today, yeah. And they might even do if they didn't. He didn't bring the. Stars. Well, we're gonna but say Boogie, we saw that Boogie got tired. He was like a little limping after the game when he was getting out, and he was playing really good today. This is how like when my girls start like crying or throwing a fit or something i always tell them like hey like take your deep breath exhale let all the sadness out or whatever <laughs> they've gotten good at this you know like like this now this is what the first segment is everybody exhale all that sadness out because there were at least a couple good things bones highland boogie Bryn. we're going to talk about them on the other side in the second segment but that starters concerning trend a little bit a little mildly concerning trend I will give one saving grace before we get out uh, of this first segment, and it comes from my colleague, Matt Moore, because some people say, you know, classic Nuggets, always doing this. The Nuggets now are 23-7 and against teams below 500. That's the third best record um, in the Western Conference. So, like, this, with this loss, 23-7 and now. So, this season, at least, Denver has taken care of the bad teams all the way up until... Tonight. tonight so this is a little bit of a one-off but let's take a break on the other side like i said i want to talk about bones boogie and Bryn because they made me happy today and I, there's at least some positivity uh on that front but first gonna tell you guys about sexy pick pizza 
What is Sexy Pizza, you might be asking? Well, with 13 years in the Denver community, Sexy Pizza is as local as it gets. Hand-tossed deck oven pizza made from scratch each morning. Uh, you choose your own adventure with their wide range of toppings or try one of their philanthropies. A portion of every sale of these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. Dev, when you call a pizza, do you call it a pie or do you call it a pizza? Pizza. Me too. I think a pie is more of an East Coast thing. You say, oh, that's a pie. That's a nice pie. I've never heard of that. You never even heard of that. What no. do you say? It's a pizza? Pizza is pizza, yeah. Pizza, pizza <laughs> I mean, is pizza, but you know what? People, Pizza people call it a pie. You're looking for it? Go to sexy.pizza. That's the best URL in all of the all of the world. www.sexy.pizza. You can check them out. 12-inch, 16-inch, 18-inch crust. And, of course, they've got them Capitol Hill, South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. What else do we have on the docket? Ranch Rider. Oh, man, one of my favorite sponsors. Ranch Rider. If you guys don't know, this is my jam. Ranch Rider. Uh, we have a couple here. My personal favorite. We have this new thing going on. Um, ranch Riders are the canned cocktails. They've got a Paloma. They've got the uh, uh, Ranch Water, which is the jalapeno flavored uh, <coughs> tequila drink. They've got the tequila and salt. They've got the vodka and salt. They've got all these delicious tasting ones. And they, they honestly, oh, here you go. You have them right here. With the uh, the jalapeno, first of all, I love this can too. I'm a, I'm like a um, a can specialist. You know when you go to the like you go to the liquor stores or whatever, you look at them. I always like the artwork on a can. Uh, the ranch water, jalapeno, reposado tequila, sparkling water, real lime, and jalapeno. We're gonna have these, by the way, on the DMDR party bus. They're gonna have a cooler in them, so you come in, you get to grab one, drink Ooh. one, two, maybe three if you can get three down between here and the D and uh, Ball Arena. Um, but they're, per they're, they're fantastic. Premium spirits, uh, fresh squeezed citrus, citrus. You could find this in almost any of liquor stores around Denver. And if you do, do us a favor. Uh, take a snap a photo of this and then at us, at DNVR underscore nuggets. You'll enter to win a very cool chest full of ranch riders, a, a, a cooler full of ranch riders. And you can go to ranchriderspirits.com, find a location near you. All right, let's get to the good stuff. Um, I still don't understand my my watch. I got the Apple Watch. You know, I got it. I still don't understand. It like does that stuff for me every now and then. It just starts talking to me. Yeah, I think I'm it's because like, you're saying close. That's she close to you. Siri. I said, what did I say? If you say something close to something Siri. close to Siri, it thinks yeah. I'm talking to Siri. Yeah, I'm not talking to you, Siri. <laughs> All right, I went away. Um, <laughs> she doesn't answer. So, um, the bench. I know it's hard to look at silver linings, uh, and it, I don't want to like polish a turd. This was a shitty loss. This was really disappointing. But the bench was very good. And in particular, Bones High, like Boogie Cousins has been playing great. He continued to do that. Bryn Forbes has been making threes. He continued to do that. To me, tonight, Bones Highland played one of his better games of his career. 19 points, two rebounds, four assists, one steal. He was a plus 10. Five of six from the three-point line. Six of eight overall. And just, he, he looked more comfortable out there than anybody in the starting lineup in terms of solving what it was they were going. How do you evaluate exactly. his game tonight, uh, Dev? That was like a that was honestly a, a great Bones Highland game. Like you've seen pretty much everything. He played defense. Um, you know that's not talked about enough is like the type of effort that he's given on that end of the floor, and we got to see that he knocked down shots. And I'm talking about deep shots. He also created his own shots. He set guys up for you know for different plays um, and tried to put them in the game. That second unit went as he went, and that was a little bit different because we've been seeing them go through. Um, Boogie Cousins in a lot of these um, situations but he steps right in after like sitting because of an ankle injury and he just looks unfazed um, you know quick 
um, not thinking about like any type of injury that he had whatsoever and just like right to playing. So like he carried that bench unit, the bench unit honestly could have won that game by themselves just how they played it in that type of game and it was because they had um bones highland he got to the free throw line like really i think that that was like the the us like a just a perfect sequence game from him he did not make any type of mistakes at all he's you know pushing the pace and just doing everything that you love from him so that was an encouraging game yeah how do you what do you think about bones, uh, bones you can see he is <laughs> yeah he representing he is bones. one of my favorite right now not just right now since he came he just put the smiles on your face whatever yeah, he does sure. on the court uh, today he was terrific i mean uh, i really enjoyed watching him and him and forbes also right and just boogie they, they made 10 threes denver exactly, had 12 threes yeah. they account for 10 of them yes <laughs> five apiece plus he has the most free throws on the nuggets team that that's just yeah that just yeah, it's incredible a that bones actually got to the free throws than any anybody else and he had the second most assists behind Will Barton, who had Before, five, so yeah. which is kind of crazy. So he was facilitating. He was getting to the cup. He was playing with confidence. He was playing. You know what that second unit played with tonight? An edge. All of Jermichael them. Green, all of them. Demarcus Cousins, Jermichael yeah. Green, Bones Highland. They pl those three in particular just played with like a, a, a sense of urgency, but also with like a, they wanted to punch. They like wanted a fight, and you just didn't see that really from the from the second or the first unit at all. Bones was very encouraging tonight. We needed a couple of Bones night, especially a shooting Bones night, because he's been hot or cold from the three-point line. Five of six, very hot. Bryn Forbes, the next guy. This guy's shooting. He was, came into the night shooting 45% uh, from three. He goes five of 11 tonight, so he actually increases his three-point percentage. Yeah, yeah I, I'm all in on Bryn Forbes. He's won me over. Yeah, I love the way that he's been playing lately. And in a game like that, go and take 11 three-pointers, especially if they're forcing it and they're trying to get you to like to run you off of the three. I mean, to, to let you shoot the three-pointer. Um, he was smart in the fact that every single time that he shot a three, he tried to get contact as well so that he could get four-point uh, opportunities um, and things like that. He knocks down five threes in the game, so he actually like adjusts the defense where they're like, okay, when he's on the floor – we have to make sure that there is a guy staying on him, and that kind of uh, opened up this the spacing for other guys. So just having him out there, like it really did help um, in different regards, and that's pretty much why his plus minus is a little bit down because they tried to offset it with the starters and just put him in, in that type of light. But yeah, you you got to see that that's encouraging for Bryn Forbes, like for a guy to play alongside Jokic who's getting so much attention. And then you, you just pass it to him, and he's shot ready every single time, and he's actually starting to shoot the three-pointer. Right. That That's what you want because earlier I felt like he was trying to do a lot as far as trying to prove that he was more than just shooting, that he was, that he could do you know different things. But they brought him here to be a shooter. He right. is the shooter for the team, so he has to to shoot it. So for him to go 5'11 from, uh, from three, that was another good game from him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love Forbes since since day one. First of all, he's coming from San Antonio. We he is a spur player, so yeah. So he, he knows how to play the right way. Second, uh, I do love him when actually pairing with a boogie because he has like a five, six feet open space whenever time the boogie screens for him. Yeah. And after that, even if he doesn't take the three, if he does the, the mid-range, I really trust in his mid-range also. Yeah. I know that everybody thinks that's the bad shot. They hate it. 
but we saw that even in the playoffs later on, the mid-range is something that's going to bail you out. Because teams and start to overplay the exactly, threes, so they give them that. Oftenly, Denver, not, unfortunately, we don't have that many mid-range guys ex- except Jamal. Monte, Monte Jamal. Jamal and, and MPJ is a Yo- good Jokic, yeah, Jokic also, of course. But, yeah. but like running From off the, guards, the screen yeah. and just having a wide open space and, and, and going inside and pulling. I, I really love that part of him. And then, of course, DeMarcus Cousins tonight. Again, the stat line is is whatever, 6.7 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. So he does a little bit of everything, but his impact was huge. I mean, once again, the stat line, even though that's a good all-around, all-encompassing stat line, he just was stirring the pot tonight with everything that they were doing. It just dawned on me that he just took his first loss. His first loss, 10-0 now. To 10-1. To the Thunder, I know. That is it hurts. That is brutal. And he had a good one. It wasn't his fault though. Plus fifteen. Plus fifteen in a twelve point loss. These are Jokic numbers. And he's grabbing every single board that comes his way. He's also He had a couple very competitive boards tonight. Like he he looks like he's just like getting in better shape. Like you could see him starting to play himself into like playing shape and also He's still facilitating and it just doesn't get talked about Mm -hmm. enough. And I think that that's something that the Nuggets try to do. Their backup center has to be a facilitator, has to get everyone involved. And he's been doing that while being, you know, his same bully self. He's not picking up the the technical fouls, but he's still setting the tone. He's still clapping at the refs. He's still not allowing guys to just go in there and do whatever they want because he's going to get a foul. You're not getting anything easy when um, Boogie is out there. That was a good game from him, and it, it really hurts my heart that he took his first loss in that type of fashion because that was not on him, honestly. It really wasn't. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Jermichael Green, by the way, you talk about rebounding. Six points, ten rebounds tonight in 22 minutes, so he was on the boards as well. And he had that power-up dun- like dunk with uh, through traffic, you know, like a contested rebound. He just powers yeah. it up and dunks it. Like They continue to just play real physical, really good style of basketball. Uh, Austin Rivers goes four or five from the field, gets nine points, two steals. I, you know, and then he hurt his thumb on a certain play or what have you. But, you know, he continues also just to kind of step up and play well. Uh, we do have Harrison Wynn live from Ball Arena. We waited a little extra before starting the show, which, by the way, going to be a thing we do. We just It's going to be like 15 minutes after the game. You, the lot, most people consume this as a podcast, and we just want to make sure that the show doesn't run 120 minutes or something every time. What is that feedback? Do you know, Kale? Hello, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. We just had a little feedback on our end, but there it is. It's solved. Um, Harrison, did you have fun at the can tonight? (laughs) Man, I've seen a lot of really bad Nuggets losses. This might take the cake, though. This, This really might take the cake to a Thunder team that's not trying to lose with three guys on this bench unit that 99% of NBA fans have never heard of. This was a pretty stunning loss. You know, it just, it just dawned on me that our party bus is against the Thunder. <laughs> and we scheduled it in part saying like, oh, it's a surefire <laughs> win. I mean, now you look at it. Well, I'll tell you what. Michael Porter Jr. back for that game. I don't think Denver's going to go over from three in the starting lineup uh, if that's the case. But... <laughs> Well, we'll see if he's starting or coming off the bench that night. I guess that would be the deciding factor. <laughs> Either way, he's going to make some threes for us. So, all right, take us inside. I mean, this game, do you have, like, any over-the-top takes you want to you start off with about, I mean, sometimes these games can be overanalyzed, but what do you, is there any big takeaways? I mean, you could tell from, I feel like, the first couple plays of this game that it might be a weird one because 
I mean, the starters for a second straight game came out with absolutely nothing. I mean, yeah. they, they just had from, like I said, the first couple possessions of this game. And uh, the bench carried them and carried them and carried them. And Mike Malone went back to his stars and they couldn't close the deal. And I asked him about that in the post game if you know, he thought about leaving the bench out there. And he said he did. He said it was a tough decision. Um, if he had to do it all over again, he said he would have left the bench out there. But in the moment, he felt like a couple guys on that group, I'm sure he's talking about DeMarcus Cousins, were kind of at their physical limit. And so we decided to go back to the bench. But you know, we could have left Austin Rivers out there. Could have left yeah. Austin Island out there. I think both of those guys probably deserved an opportunity in this one. Um, you know, when DeMarcus Cousins checked out, by the way, he actually like kind of ran off the court and into the locker room, and I don't know what that was about. It almost, I mean, I don't know. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he almost looked upset that he got pulled out in that moment. And Jokic ran all the way over to try to dap him up, and he didn't even turn around yeah. to acknowledge him. So, do you know what yeah. happened there? I don't, but yeah, that's definitely what happened. He checked out of the game and then kind of ran past the bench into the tunnel, but then came right back. So he wasn't gone long enough to like take a bathroom break or anything. You know, like you think he, he was just upset right that he got pulled out and had to go like scream in the tunnel or something? Maybe, maybe, or or like puke because he's still trying to work. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been that one as well. Yeah. All right. Well, what I'll take us. Uh, I'm sure the pressers were great. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think the big takeaway was what I just said. Malone said, you know, if he had to do it all over again, he probably would have left the bench in. And he said that group deserved to close out the game. Um, do they win if he, if he sticks with the bench? Do you think they win this game? I don't know. I know. It's hard Maybe to say. Not. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, you, you definitely go back to Jokic. I think that was an easy call, the correct call. Although he was, he had an interesting game. Um, but the other starters, I don't know about. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Didn't really um, have the Calvary tonight. Malone also said that yesterday's practice, he said, was awful. Yeah. He said it was an awful practice yesterday, and he thought it carried over into today. Mm. Um, so I thought I thought that was interesting. Did kind he mention that at practice, though? Did he mention it was a no. bad one? Okay. No. So I wonder if that was just like a convenient thing to bring up today, but maybe it was a bad practice. And Bryn Forbes actually brought this up as well when people asked him about that. Like, maybe it was just a bad practice because they never practice. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Yeah, it could be. That's what Bryn Forbes said. He's like, we never practice. So I that's wonder maybe if, that's why it was bad. I wonder if they practice more in San Antonio. You know, Bryn Forbes maybe. comes from San Antonio, so it'd be a curious question. I just, I'm always wonder if, like, all teams handle practice the same yeah. way, more or less, or if it's really a Michael Malone trait that he's like, give him the day off, give him the day off, give him the day off, because the Nuggets really take a lot of days off. Yeah, for sure. I also think it's a product of the last couple of years. There's just yeah. naturally not as many practices in the COVID world. And Spurs uh, and have then, had a lot more time off than the Nuggets over the last two two postseason runs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Malone was just talking about the game, and he said the box score pretty much spoke for itself. Um, Aaron Gordon was the only starter to hit a three. That came at the very, very end of the fourth quarter. Um, every starter was in the negative 20s. <laughs> so crazy. Um, which is which is wild. I mean, a second straight game where the starters haven't really shown up. Um, so Malone was was pissed. He was really pissed. 
Yeah, I rightfully so. Yeah, uh, we spoke to Bones tonight. The key to his success, and Bones is great tonight. Uh, five of six from three, 19 points. He said he was just playing free, just playing my game. Shots were going in. I uh, was just bringing that energy. And um, he said early in the game, the bench recognized that the starters didn't have it. And they were talking amongst themselves saying, all right, we, we got to bring the energy. It, it might be up to us tonight. And yeah. it, they did bring it and it was up to them. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting and kind of just on the key to the second unit, finding a lot of chemistry and rhythm lately, he said, look, we just like playing with each other. Um, you know, the guys in that second unit, we really like being out there together. Uh, we got a lot of ball movement. Everybody trusts each other. And you're kind of just seeing the results come to life here. Okay. Well, I mean, like I said, that's the one good part about tonight was, you know, they that the bench unit does continue to look Im much improved, and I'm, ga I'm gaining confidence in them with every game. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then we spoke to Bryn Forbes as well tonight, who – what it's funny bones and Bryn Forbes both hit five threes yeah you know it's that's five of your 12 threes right there just between those two guys um Bryn said you know hopefully this is just a hiccup look we just won six games in a row um like you hate to see this this, this was a, a bad loss but hopefully it's just a hiccup uh, and he was kind of talking about that bench group as well he said the ball movement has been great Everybody on that unit just has been playing unselfish. We all look to get each other involved. And he also said, look, we've also got a lot of guys that can, you know, be threats. Like myself, uh, Austin can get to the rim. Like Austin Rivers had a couple of nice drives tonight. I and mean, he's had a couple of nice drives, you know, each game as of late. Bones can obviously do his thing. DeMarcus can play make. So, you know, you got a lot of, uh, a lot of threats on that bench unit. And then he was just talking about playing with Bones, and he said, you know, we're starting to find a rhythm together. We're starting to build a connection. Bones is a hell of a player. He could be really great if he wants to. Man, I love that. You always love hearing that. People believing in him, including Bryn Forbes. I like it. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, that's all I got from the press. I just walked by Lindy Waters the third. No idea that was him. No idea that was him. <laughs> that's so lame. Gosh dang just it, man. Oh, that was so lame. All right, Win. Well, get home safely. Um, thanks for the excellent reporting on this fantastic game. We'll have to. We'll put it in the vault. See you guys. Uh, take our quick break. On the other side, though, I'm gonna talk a little Serbia and talk a little bit about these gifts that we've been given by Zarko. We're gonna we're gonna try them out here. But first, before we do, gonna tell you guys about one of our longest running and best partners, Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love Breckenridge Brewery and their Celtics. We like them so much. We even have eight drafts on tap here at the dnvr bar did you have a, a breckenridge brewery tonight yeah i have it i had a lager today which one? Oh, the lager? Lager, lager oh yeah what did you think it's good yeah. i like it i like it so breckenridge brewery got all of them here you can try the vanilla porter jr which i hear is coming back very soon the vanilla porter jr Let's you hurry up. we're two weeks away maybe from uh getting to try the vanilla porter jr right. um you can also try out their seltzies and their good company lemonades it's actually fake spring is about about the uh, lemonades you got to try the lemonades and seltzies right now you can also go down to the the farmhouse uh they've got lots of great food a really cool bar food down there in a cool setting if you want to check out something different uh down south in centennial
Daniel. Breckenridge Brewery. If you don't know where you can find Breckenridge Brewery, go to the Google, the Breck Brew Beer Locator. Put in your zip code, and they'll tell you right where you can find one. And then lastly, you guys know the presenting sponsor of this show, DraftKings Sportsbook. This weekend, UFC 272 is happening. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the UFC, and they have this knockout offer for new customers. Bet $1 on the main event. And it doesn't even matter. You don't even have to. It doesn't matter if you win or not. If you bet one dollar on the main event, you get one hundred dollars in free bets, no matter what. First round knockout, you get paid. Majority draw, you get paid. Double knockout resent- resulting in a no contest, probably not going to happen. But if it does, you still get paid. <laughs> uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the top-rated sportsbook app right now, DraftKings Sportsbook, and bet one dollar to win two hundred seventy-two dollars in free bets. Must be twenty-one or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum five dollar deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, final segment here. Zarko. All right, we, we're, we're through this game. We moved on. It's already Thursday. <laughs> survived it. Yeah, we're, we survived it. it. It hurt. It stung. You brought us some goodies. First of all, yeah. if you really want to be a friend of the show, if you really want to be a friend of the show. <laughs> a true homie. A true homie. Like, we have a lot of homies in the chat. We got some homies that stop by the bar from time to time. But if you want to be a true first ballot DNVR homie, you bring us gifts. <laughs> Preferably alcohol or food. Like that's, that's really it. Or these gnomes. Um, so walk me through. What do we have here? So these are some Serbian classics, I can say. Okay. Jaffa keks. It's Jaffa a ora, keks. orange biscuit with a, with a chocolate <laughs> on the top. Is orange? Like orange and chocolate's not a combo I think about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is orange? Is orange is like a jelly inside. Orange jelly. <laughs> orange jelly. I mean. All right. This one's a good one. My wife doesn't like it, but I, that's okay. my favorite. All right. Here you go. My whole, wor- my, my whole road from Chicago to here, I was, I was eating this and banini. Yep. All right. Let's try them out. Uh, Jaffa cake? Jaffa. Jaffa. Yes. So J is Oh, wow. Chewier, chewier than I expected. Mm. Yeah, softer than I thought. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like... um. Orange flavored, like um, chewy bread, and then yes, yeah, <laughs> and it's got like a marshmallowy chocolate. No, no, no. All right, I'm gonna give this one. Usually, Deb. people have a special way of eating these. They eat first this biscuit part, yeah, and they just and then the, the middle. They they just peel the whole thing. <laughs> really? Usually, kids does that. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. I'm gonna give this a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. it's, it's better. Mine. It's yeah. better than um, Rocky. <laughs> it's definitely better than no. Rocky. No, Kale. You still you need to guys. Try come try one. You get you get in on this as well. <laughs> Super producer Kale. Nice catch. All right, so we got Haf- Yaffa. Did I say it right, Yaffa. All right, what do we have here? So this is the the very one of the oldest companies, Bambi. It's in Pozhirevac. Shout out to my best man Peter. He lives there, and <laughs> he shout actually out to Peter, yeah. he, he actually know, knew the owner of this company. Okay. Fortunately, I think he died recently, but doesn't matter. This is one of the kids' best treat. This is like every part part of the every lunch of the kid. This is literally you can eat it by itself. You can eat it with the this, milk. This you this can to eat me it. Looks like nothing. This like, is I mean this is not plain. like uh, a lot of it, it's it's plain, yeah. but still they oh. say it's really nutritious. Really? For example, you can buy it, buy it it's already grounded. Mm. For example, like you do the gram. This is a good yeah. one. Animal so if cracker. you do the like a gram <laughs> crackers for uh, yeah. cheesecakes, this is what we use in Serbia for uh, for the cheesecakes. Oh, really? Oh, so like gonna, a crusty, yeah. 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 So you're going to use this. This one I'm I'm all in for. So this is like is, animal uh, cracker. If there's a kid that didn't have this when they were little or adults, 
I'm going eight and a half out of ten. Mm -hmm. Last year when I was traveling to Amsterdam to oh, see my friend maybe? and mm. she was calling me like you have to bring me like they several packages of this. <laughs> yes. yeah. Somehow I ended up on like a uh, first class and, and they gave me one of these like yeah. what like a cookie. Yeah, they gave me a that. for real one. Yeah, this I don't eat like you're, you have to understand. I don't eat pastries sweets. or sweets like I'm yeah. like. I, I, I don't know. Oh, wait. This looks different than I thought. All right, tell me about this one. Wow. Yeah, yeah we should have started with that <laughs> we one. Well, no, we had the end. He yeah, told me this, this is the best actually, one. It's, it's actually a newer product, like really? maybe the last five years that I know, noticed. What is it? Banini. Actually, I mean, I, I was not in Serbia for some time. Here you go, but Kel, Close up yeah, here. If you it's Banini. It's apricot okay. inside. <laughs> and Apricot's it's really not like a flavor. Really battery. <laughs> it's not like something I'm going to a lot. I'm not always jonesing for apricot. If you're from Wywoden, like Jokic, apricot is one of the main. Really? So apples. So he probably you have this one, huh? Yeah. This is like, I could eat, I don't know how many of these, like easily. Really? And like how I do it, you just go around like it. Like a gel in the inside. Yeah, but you eat it around yeah. <laughs> slowly because oh, it's so buttery oh, and nice. You don't just bite? You can do whatever you want. But like I say, I, like, like, I do it like that mm. because I just love, uh, it's really buttery. Now I know how Jokic was so big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get it on these. Yeah. You got to get on these. This one I like. This one I dig. This one is This uh, one is one of also my favorite. This one is like a I'm going to give this one also eight and a half out yeah. of 10. I like this one. This one's like tastier, but I can tell this one also has like more sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. This one is not as healthy as the other one. Not as healthy. Well, probably this biscuit Bambi plasma is the most healthiest here. Wow. This is awesome. Now we have treats here. Oh, these are fantastic. So <laughs> Chicago, I know, has a huge Serbian population where you're from. Just, uh, you know, are there a lot of Jokic? Is like Jokic a presence in Chicago? I mean, are people you've seen Jokic jerseys and talking to people about Jokic? Actually, not really. Really? I was in December on a game when played Chicago and yeah. in Denver. I thought I'm going to, I would see much more. I mean, I have a lot of Serbian friends mm -hmm. there, but not not all of them are really following basketball. A really? Lot of them, well, first of all, a lot of Serbians here are truck drivers, so they don't really have time. Truck drivers? Truck okay. drivers. So Serbian business in U.S. is trucks. Okay. And so they don't have always have time to watch all those games. My friend, for example, he would watch it to me because I don't miss a game. Okay. I really like basketball, yep. any sports, technically. Right. But... I, I thought I would see much more flags when I was in a, really in arena that day. Yeah. Are you excited? So are you gonna catch a game on Friday? Like, are you gonna be at the arena? Um, actually, I'm. I think I'm gonna go with you guys on that party bus. On the party yeah, bus, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. There you go. No, I think I'm gonna do that. Yeah. You I'm also bring my Serbian flag. Yeah. <laughs> you also brought us some rakia. What is the name of the rakia that you brought us? So the one that I got, it's Kel. Can you grab it? We can put it on yeah. screen. This so one can is see actually. Um, I'm. I actually live. I'm not from Novi Sad, but I live in Novi Sad because I was studying nope. there. Other one. And this one is called Savka. Savka. It's, nope. Um, to the right. Like a suburb There's of Novi Sad. It's called Veternik. Uh huh. And it's that area is really known because it's a uh, one of. We don't have that many mountains there, but in Vojvodina you have that small mountain called Fruška Gora, mm -hmm. and Vetnik is there. So we have a lot of fruits. This is one of my Kinsey, Quincy, Brandy. That's one of my favorite fruit to have rakia from, but that fruit is not the best to eat by itself. Really? It's something in between pear uh, and uh, apple. 
So it's oh, it's that sounds that sounds delicious. It does. It is. This but the only problem good. is really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard when you eat it, and when you bite it, it kind of shrinks your mouth when you eat it. It's, it has a really weird texture. <laughs> it has a really. You <laughs> have to like try something it. I want. You ha- you, <laughs> yeah, you have to try it. It has a, a really. Uh, it's really aromatic fruit. So that's something that is. And for example, to get one bottle of this, you need a lot of fruits. Really? Fruit. Really? So that's why it's not a, like who knows to make good Quincy. It's actually called Dunya. Okay. Who can make this rakia good? That no, that guy knows how to make rakia. Then that's awesome. Yeah. So I have a question from you because you, you you know you're my Serbian brother. Every, <laughs> everybody <correct>. knows that. <laughs> everybody out here <laughs> knows that. Um, and and you stay you know in Chicago um, where you're from. When they have Serbian night, does does that do something for like the community in Chicago? Actually, the I don't community? even know when, when oh. they had it last time. No, that was in Milwaukee. They that did was it. In Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, they, they had it in it. Toronto yeah. before. Does does yes. that bring people out? Do you think? It should. It should. I hope they would. Yes. But I don't know. Is Jokic actually uh, like appreciating or liking and wanting that? We really know he's a low, low, low media guy. But yeah. Well, I think it should. It should bring people. It, it, I thought I would see a much more people anyway coming to watch the games. Yeah. But I understand that not everybody has time and. Uh, it's not always affordable for everybody to right. do it. Yeah. Right. Well, we have a super chat, Gil. Yeah. Let's hit our super chat. Carl says, with the starters going one of 25 from three, you got to call it the I-25 game. I'm so in on this. The I-25 game is the only driving the starters did today. Man, Carl. <laughs> fa- I, owe, I feel like I owe him yeah, for, uh, for the super chat. What a, a great one. one. You're that right. Was this was one. the I-25 game. I-25, man. <laughs> That's clever. That's very clever. We got a clever audience. Cue that outro music, Kale. Yeah, um, Nuggets fans, I, I'm just going to give you one little piece of advice here. I haven't even checked my mentions, Dev, because they were not good during the game. People were <laughs> people were for real mad at me for like like I had packed at the gate because I said the Barton was going to break the record. <laughs> yeah, and today what's and wrong with terrible. you for wanting a player to make shots? I'm telling you, man. Up, this is the way. This like, is how just pe- think about that. People have to think about how they approach the world, man. That's like they just want to like. We gotta blame somebody. It's Marez. Marez ruined this for all of us. He cursed He us. wanted Barton to make shots. I love that my prediction not only affected Will Barton, it also affected Monte Morris. It affected Nicole. <laughs> okay, like somehow I cursed everybody. Um, you know, my advice to everybody is, you know, this one happens and it's, it sucks. Like it feels, it feels terrible. You're probably gonna wake up and have to go to work tomorrow. The alarm's gonna sound extra loud tomorrow. The shower's gonna be extra cold. Okay, the drive to work is gonna be extra slow. The sun is going to be shining extra dimly tomorrow. Like, it's just going to be how it feels, but I'll tell you, let it go. Friday night, a chance to bounce back against the Houston Rockets. You can go to Ball Arena. You can come to the DNVR bar. I'm sure it'll be popping here Friday nights at the DNVR bar. You know it's always a good time. So we'll hope to see you then. Tomorrow and Friday, I am out of town. Eric is out of town. Vote is out of town. Dev, you're hosting the show solo tomorrow? I mean, it's time to ISO, man. It's time to ISO. Oh, man. If I shoot too much, oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well. Give me the ball. (laughs) I love this, man. Set the record. What's what's the most shots you think you've ever taken in a a rec league basketball game? 
if you would if you were to guess maybe like 26 26 27 that's a <laughs> arms was hurting yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> running very clock? very tired running clock there's only like 30 possessions in a rec league <laughs> games that's a lot of shots man. everybody's just like okay uh, <laughs> all right now yeah we know you made a couple <laughs> are you doing the like cut cut fake pass nope <laughs> no. set the screen set the screen nope <laughs> shooting it again you heat right. check after one you gotta heat <laughs> check i so deaf all right everybody thanks so much hit that like button on the way out be easy